Hello inside. Hello. Hello. Be quiet. I'm trying to okay. start. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> On the inside. Hey, hi, it's Saf and Ree, your favorite cousin duo. Welcome to Mino, the podcast for those who don't know but want to. Re is starting over. And Saf is just getting started. On this ever-evolving journey of life. Come with us as we explore all the things we want to. And ultimately, how to live and love as intentionally as we can. We'll have some fun along the way. We learn and grow together because that's what this life we have is for. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to this another episode of... Me no, and today we are talking about what we do when things get hard. What to do when things get hard. The topic on the episode itself may be structured a little bit different than this, but right now our running idea or concept is what to do when things get hard. So we are going to open up with. A new new idea, idea, a new concept that I am borrowing, borrowing, I don't want to say taking, it feels so harsh. I was in conversation with a co-worker, a colleague today, and they were sharing that this is one of the exercises they did in one of their sessions. So let's adapt it and use it, adopt it, adapt it, one of the two, and use it to open up this conversation this thing that is about to take place so we're going to offer up a color any color one singular color to represent how we are feeling in this moment and while we can go on and provide an explanation i think for the sake of boundaries we will just state the color and move on Cause I don't need to know our business like that, right? Like that, they don't need to know. No. Correct. They, okay. They get the color. That's it. That's it. That's all. Ria, you start us off. All right. The color to describe how I'm feeling in this moment. I think I'm going to go with yellow. Ooh. That's Take so. From that, what you will. Yeah, I. I don't know. I feel like I'm very extra with this, but I'm going to go with brick. Brick? Yeah. That is very much extra. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I like, though. I like brick. Okay. Brick. Okay. She's a brick mm-hmm. house. <laughs> you know the song? The song has to come through. Always. Okay, so- that was a nice little exercise. Um, now we're going to get into our deep little chat. We're going to talk about when things get hard. So before we get into the meaty, meaty, meaty Johnny Cake stuff, we are going to define for ourselves what we mean when we say when things get hard. Because that could encompass everything from grief, um, rejection, depression, um, unhealthy relationships, financial issues, health crises. 
what do Saf and Re mean when we say when things get hard? Saf? What do what we are your mean? thoughts? Um, I want to say that everything is hard, but that's somewhat untrue. There are elements in life, well, not in life, but there are elements in different situations of life that can be considered hard. Mm-hmm. When things, which is to me the culmination of it all, it's like when you have more than one point or more than one of those elements being had all at once. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So you're in the middle of brick. Yeah, you're in the middle of processing grief. You're in the middle of a financial crisis while also Mm -hmm. dealing with health challenges. All of those things just hitting you one time, one time, one time. That Mm -hmm. is hardship. That is hardship. I feel that. Um, Do you think that... Do you think that sometimes a situation might feel hard to somebody because of, let's say, the expectations going into it? So let's say, like, um, if you're thinking about something like depression, Mm -hmm. two people might be facing the same situation, but their reaction to it or their expectation going into the situation might have been different. And so one person might come out the other side um, depressed and the other person might come out, I guess, on the opposite end the challenge or whatever how Mm -hmm. much does expectation play a role in quote-unquote things feeling had i mean expectation goes hand in hand with the way we process as well so Mm -hmm. we don't all i think we've we talked about this before we don't all process things the same it's it's a whole different experience the, the situation though it may be the same I'm not saying not to set expectations, but try not to go beyond what you know you could manage. Because that, in turn, reduces the... Like the hardship you might face? Yeah, it reduces the hardship you might face and makes the blow less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's important. Like knowing, Knowing how you handle things knowing your own triggers, I guess, and understanding how much you can cope with is important. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you don't understand those things about yourself, then every difficult situation you face might become overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that in life, because this life we live is, is just life, right? We are going to face stressors. We are going to face challenges and I think um a part of growing I guess in adulthood is to kind of unlearn certain things you might have thought before <clears throat> and come into a new perspective at least that's what it's been for me in my old age right now come to a new perspective and just understand yourself because if you don't understand yourself you can't really deal with these more difficult situations because you might be thinking to yourself, well, why can't bounce back like so-and-so or why can't handle this and that like so-and-so? And that is not helpful at all. One, in your old what? My leave old that, age. Leave that there. Two, 
you can't handle it like so and so because you is not so and so and so and so is not you precisely precisely (laughs) but coming and you know i always have to bring it back to these caribbean upbringing that we have comparison is such a thing that happens when you're growing up and you know me i was my softy soft i still am but just understanding about myself being a highly sensitive person and not running away from it like something might affect me more than it affects somebody else emotionally right and that is okay that is not something that i have to be like well why can't be quote-unquote strong even though that person might be hiding their tears and crying in the closet but we won't Mm -hmm. go there yeah so when things get hard we're saying it includes all of these things and especially if we have more than one of them hitting us at one time um so based on all those things that we said um we understand logically that hard times come with living right so what is your concept about how life should be or how life is do you see it entailing both good and difficult or hard experiences what is the word i'm looking for right now it's somewhere out there is that a word analogy no that analogy right analogy correct oh my gosh english i don't believe analogy is the correct what tom i'm looking for i'm seeking um i'm at this moment my view of life is like a cocktail Hmm. it's a cocktail of good and hardship a shrimp cocktail mixed up together a shrimp cocktail talking about shrimp cocktail where is that relevant in this a, 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 a drink cocktail a drink cocktail okay sickle a drink cocktail of good and hardship right mm-hmm. and this is not your experience but some cocktails are stronger than others where <laughs> you could have <laughs> because it's the truth what you want me to say it is very much the truth let me rephrase this is not most people's experience but like with cocktails the strength can vary depending on the bartender you could have a drink that's just too too strong or drink that's weak so the alcohol to non-alcohol ratio you know mm-hmm. it could depend going by the day right so like where was i it is a cocktail of good and hardship one may be stronger than the other depending on the season mm. so your 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 good when i want i feel like good by itself just feels off but your good your reward yeah, let's say reward, positive mm-hmm. rewards versus hardship. The level of each could vary depending on your season in life. They could be on the same plane. You could have more positive rewards one season. You could have more hardships mm-hmm. the next season. And then they could be leveled. That is how we view um, I like that. life. 
I had a thought there, and now it has floated away from me. <laughs> Go catch it. Uh, oh, oh, it was. Um, I was thinking like how different life would be if we could embrace, I guess, struggle and hardship as learning experiences, and like you said. People, people drink cocktails. They, they drink them, and they know that you have the alcoholic part. They're gonna give you a little bite, right? And you mm-hmm. have the sweeter part. They know this going in. So if we could approach life in the same way, know that we will have those experiences that are going to um, be a little bit more difficult for us to navigate, but mm-hmm. knowing that if we can find our way through them we would have learned something on the yeah. side. well that's the whole for, anyway for sure because I mean, if you i was just gonna say if we spend our time running from them which is something i have definitely been guilty of you kind of close yourself off from like all of life you you close yourself off from experiencing the beauty of what life can be and why would we rob ourselves thusly? Very good question. With this this view on life and how our good and had experiences are present or take place, how would you say you view the process of grief? Is it something that's linear or is it something that's cyclical? Um would definitely say cyclical because you know we have this idea about the stages of grief and you might be able to remember all of them I don't remember them right now but they kind of give you this this um set of steps that you have to go through and once you go through them you're done with your grief and you're happy ha 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 go on but really and truly um when you're experiencing a setback or you're experiencing a loss of someone close to you or whatever, loss of a job, etc. You will have setbacks during that time. And um, I was listening to something. I kind of went down a rabbit hole on YouTube recently on a channel called Letters Live. And they basically just reading people's letters aloud. And this one was about grief. And this man, he had lost his son. I think the name... His name was Nick Cave. And he said that if you are going to love, then grief is non-negotiable. Like, if you open yourself up to whatever positive things you have in life, then you have to understand that grief is likely to come along at some point. So I think that's how I'm looking at it now. You would have those moments you're moving from the heights of love or joy or whatever and then you're coming down to your grief and as you're moving through the grief you're going to be you know sometimes you have some regression in your progress out of that darker place that was a long ramble how about you yeah what do you think of grief um so i had to write this down because mm-hmm. processing. Um, and I was thinking that 
my understand the way I initially perceived grief mm-hmm. was something linear based on how those stages that you talked about that yep. you mentioned were presented, right? And since you brought it up, I looked them up because the Yay! brain. And there are five stages. There are five stages of grief. They are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. But there's like a modified model that inserts two additional stages. So we could say there's five to seven stages of grief. And the first addition is shock, which goes before denial. And then the second one is testing, which is inserted between depression and acceptance. So it would be shock, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, testing, acceptance. And um, I've been living life, you know, and with living comes learning. And we hope. I've, well, for me, with living well, comes sure. learning. I have, <laughs> I have experienced some things and I've been, I don't know, I feel like for me where grief is concerned, my, my first like blow of loss came approximately nine and a half years ago. And that's where I, my, my introduction to grief and these stages were like put to the test and Mm. ever since it's been like I I describe it as a continuing season of grief because every time you feel like you've been making progress something happens and you end up back at stage one Mm -hmm. where that new thing is concerned but also bringing in the the residual um, emotions related to the initial onset. And so it's a process of like progress, progress, progress. Ooh, the denial, this ain't true. Progress, mm. progress, progress. Like you get your toe into acceptance, boom, back to denial. That's, that's like how I see it or mm-hmm. you could just be like it doesn't even have to happen in the, in the order of which they present it you just have your moments where you just like all scattered and it's very roller coaster like and unpredictable oh my gosh I wish we could acknowledge out loud how unpredictable the process of grief is exactly you don't know what you're going to be feeling from moment to moment. And do you feel like it compounds? So like you have, like you said, um, you might move from one situation and you feel like you're making progress um, dealing with it and then something else happens. So do you feel like, let's say you're in a state of um, quote unquote, toe in acceptance. And then something else happens. Do you feel like it compounds like your depression or or what was the other one? Denial? Your denial yeah. of, of what is happening. For sure. I feel like um it could all be happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
especially with like anger and depression and denial and depression mm-hmm. in certain situations they go hand in hand yep and 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 that's another thing with the looking at it as linear i think that that leaves out the idea that you could be dealing with more than one situation that causes you to feel grief at the same time mm-hmm. because if you're just giving me these are the steps you're not looking at the fact that in life i might be facing two or three things that are affecting me in a negative way or making me you know grieve yep ding 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 <laughs> ding 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 because life is not set out like that all right so we're talking about all these um difficult situations um and them happening at the same time so what is your first reaction what do you do when you are faced with a difficult situation what's your go-to thing to breathe breathe it might sound simple but like for me if Mm -hmm. i get very flustered i could forget to breathe yeah oh definitely i think that's a, a good reaction take a pause and remember your breath Pausing to breathe and to connect and to make mm-hmm. sure that everything is just functioning as it should. And then I follow up with prayer. And mm-hmm. I mean, I am also in the process of learning not to flee because, shoot, if I could run, no. I would run. But then it's like, it's I, it will follow you. And it helps nobody. It ain't helping me. No. It ain't helping the next person if somebody else is involved. But then also, when, you, when you're in this process of learning not to flee, you want to have the next person not flee as well. Mm. <laughs> but if they are so running. And running, running. Running, running. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, my first reaction no is similar to just take a pause i think a lot of that comes from doing yoga over the past few years and learning the importance of breath of returning to that inhale exhale um i definitely do pray um i would say that probably the thing i run to last is other people but that's something I am learning to do more. I think one of the greatest, I guess I'll call it the services I did to myself is like not allowing other people to be there for me and not sharing like, mm. what I was feeling, not allowing other people to care for me, to love me, and to just show that they will be there, right? That's a disservice that, that I have done to myself. And I we think all, recognizing that has been huge. We've all been there. I um, mm-hmm. I run to you. Um, I run to you. I'm glad I you did that said. because honestly, that's what was running in my head. I was like, I look to you, but no, I run to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, say for sure, it would be a text to Sam and be like, we go talk. <laughs> Yeah, correct. Like, I would run to you before anybody else. Mm -hmm. But then also, I remember, I've been looking for, I recorded on Snapchat, 
because I want to share it on Instagram, but I can't find it. But I'm going to find it one of these mm. days. And it was basically saying that it feels good to have others love on you mm-hmm. when you're finding it hard to love on yourself. Very and I, I remember why I was like recording it. I don't mm-hmm. think I ever posted it to Snapchat. I just like saved it because I can't exactly give you details on the situation, but I picked up the phone and was just in conversation with somebody. And I think we were like, we had a movie date that day. Like mm-hmm. I'm big on virtual movies now since like, I don't really have my people, people, people around yeah. me. So we would like pull up a movie, be on the phone, watching the movie and have a like catch up conversation. Mm-hmm. And the way I felt after that, it was like, you actually have people in your life who love you for Correct. you and what it is you have to offer them like in life and they also provide for you they give and they 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 love on you it's one mm-hmm. thing to love me but it's another thing to love on me love on me <laughs> you know gas what i mean up. gas me up like yeah, definitely give me definitely the love i know i deserve and and in order to get it to really and truly like give somebody the opportunity to as you say love on you you have to share Mm -hmm. and that's something that is difficult for a lot of people i know it's hard for me to share like what is really going on because sometimes you you might just make up in your own mind that there is no space for you to share and no i have done that and then the moment i share the person is like Oh, of course. Well, I will listen. I will offer such and such solution if you want a solution, right? You and finish your thought. Finish your thought. Yeah, I was just going to say that when you give yourself the opportunity to share, you find out how much it is people just want to be there for you. Like they're just waiting. Like your people, who you know are your people, they are just waiting. To show you how much they love you. Can I interject for a moment? Mm-hmm. Some of us don't find it so easy to share because our people, mm-hmm. even though they are willing oh, to listen, oh. our people don't make it obvious that this is a safe place to share. Because is true. it is our experience that when we share with some of our people, they don't, they personally might not have been in a space to receive mm-hmm. and did not express that with you. And so what you got back was more like, I don't need to be hearing this. I don't want to be hearing this. So that mm-hmm. keeps you from coming back. This is true. And I feel like that is something we have to acknowledge. Sometimes we don't make it known when we act ready and able to receive mm-hmm. versus when we don't have the capacity to do so. Am I in a place where I can receive what you need to share or do I need to say, well, can we have this conversation another time? Mm-hmm. Those types of honest 
conversations are important. Yeah, they are, but they're important. That was a random. Sorry, <laughs> because the truth is, like everybody's dealing with their own stuff, and as much as you would want to be there all the time, the truth is that you cannot be. Like, it's it's impossible. It's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> impossible. Oh, I did not say that. I also fight the urge to pee, but definitely. <laughs> I fight the urge to run. run. My my grandfather have a song, right? And mm-hmm. part of it just go, run, boy, run. Run, girl, run. Fish <laughs> a man come. But just focus on the run part. Yeah, and then he just come in. He just come in, run. Run. I love that man. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the role acceptance plays in dealing with the hard things in life. Um, How do we come to a place of accepting that struggles happen, grief, rejection, all those quote-unquote negative things would happen in our lives? So first of all, you have to allow your reactions and your feelings. Allow yourself to feel sadness, frustration, to process what is happening. Allow yourself to feel positive emotions, happiness, joy, all of those things. Just allow yourself to feel the full range of emotions. Mm-hmm. Can I add just some like, insight? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, Many of us come from a place where we we spent so much time in spaces where our feelings were not acknowledged. Mm-hmm. So we we don't do it. Um, I'm here to tell you that whatever you feel is valid because ain't nobody out here feeling it but you. So mm-hmm. see it for what it is. Acknowledge it. And that is going to help you move forward. Not necessarily move on immediately, but move Move forward. Yes. Every time. Every time. It's your fault. I don't know what to tell you. My fault? If you say Ashe, you know I am going to say it. All right, so the next entryway into acceptance is to come to terms with the idea that there are things you cannot control, um, like death and other people, or how we wish we could control death. Like, other people die for me to control. I, I, I come to grips with that. Me... Me is the one for me to control. Mm-hmm. But you see this, it's not even an idea. The concept of death, hmm. concept, idea, the reality the of reality. death, mm-hmm. me and that, we still walk in it out because, whoa, 
I, I, th- I feel like death is one of those things that we know, but we don't, we still don't expect. It's like, okay, you're alive, so eventually we know you're going to, you know, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. But when it happens, it's like, I wish I could have stopped this. Especially, know. especially when it comes in the most unexpected way. And the thing is, had it really unexpected, is that that's what I'm trying to say. Is like we have created this idea that certain deaths are expected, and certain deaths are unexpected, and maybe doing ourselves wrong by thinking like that in the first place. Oh gosh! The other entryway into acceptance is to see life as ever changing. If we can see change as the only constant in our lives, then we would be better equipped to deal with the ups and downs, with whatever difficulties come along. Yeah. Hopefully. And, and, and like you were saying, viewing these hardships as lessons to be learned mm-hmm. and taking those lessons and moving forward accordingly because if we really and truly approach life as a journey of lessons mm-hmm. the way we progress and view what is to come would be it would take such a, a shift hmm. and then the way we ex, um, not experience but the way we exist among each other would be more mm-hmm. positive because then it we'll understand, be. with that, we'll understand that everybody is changing. Everybody is shifting. Not everybody is staying the same. Well, so some I people think. out here just sitting down in the same spot for how long? Because they fail to realize the errors of their ways. Um, <laughs> but like learning from what life is teaching us. And but the thing is, even... Those... Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say that even those people who are sitting, right, they, they are also on a journey. It's just um, they might be moving a little bit slowly um, from the lessons, right? They're not prompt, I guess, as some other people, as prompt as some other people might react into the lessons. What you said about us, if we look at life as a journey, and we see other people's lives as journeys as well, that that would change the way we interact with each other. I think that's so important because I was thinking about the fact that there's so much shame that we put on other people for certain um, struggles that they might have or certain experiences that they might have. And I feel like that shame might be one of the reasons why some people, you know, they might feel like they, they are not moving or like they cannot move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm like certain feelings or certain struggles that they might be dealing with, they might be also on top of experiencing those things, carrying a certain sense of shame about experiencing those things in the first place. So it's like the idea that, quote unquote, you should have never get yourself in that situation. You know what I mean? So it's like if we can pull back on that judgment, pull back on that comparison, and just allow people to be on the journey that they are on, 
then I think we would be a little more loving, a little kinder to each other. Very true. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When it comes to certain situations, right? Mm-hmm. Some people um, has the may have the view that it could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there's also this stance of why didn't you walk to avoid this thing from happening? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it is possible that we, we talk is so abstract, but it's possible that... Because I have a specific thing in mind, but I can't, you know? Yeah, I know. That's all I was saying. We, we talk is so abstract because we don't really want to say such and such is the case. But I feel like there are situations that quote-unquote can be avoided, right? This is true. <laughs> But at the same time, once the situation has happened, um, does that person automatically no longer deserve kindness? And grace. Yeah, and grace. Once it happens, I I don't feel like that is the way to approach it. That's just me. Somebody might look at something that happened to me and say, well, that could have been avoided. Ugh, you're on your own. (laughs) So... Yeah, I, it doesn't mean, um, and I always say that it doesn't mean excusing poor decisions, right? It's mm. just having a sense of grace and caring for another human. That's, that's the way I'm looking at it at this point. At this point in my life. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um mm-hmm. The next entryway into acceptance is to actively develop coping skills and tools for life's tough moment. If you don't have at least one coping skill in your pocket, go get you one. Get a new pocket. Not a new pocket. <laughs> Not the new pocket. Sure, stitch on an extra pocket in your arm on your side, Pat. But like, put some put some coping skills up in there, yeah. All right. So as Saf mentioned, we should be actively developing our coping skills and getting some tools ready to deal with the tough moments in life. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about resilience. What is resilience? And I'll include link of course in our show notes please read our show notes all right so resilience is the process of adapting well in the face of adversity trauma or other significant sources of stress and this is a definition from the american psychological association resilient people have a positive self-view they make and carry out realistic plans they can manage impulses and feelings and they communicate well and have problem-solving skills. Now, that sounds like a beautiful life to me. So I'm going to just give us three ways that we can build our resilience. First off, we have to keep things in perspective. Do not blow a less than ideal event out of proportion. Secondly, take decisive action. When you are facing a difficult situation, 
do as much as you can as soon as you can rather than just wishing the problem would go away don't allow yourself to become paralyzed just do something even if it's something small and finally and this one is important make connections maintain good relationships with close family and friends accept help and support offer help to others and this can come through being active in faith organizations civic organizations or any other organizations that you find interesting and meaningful sweet so <laughs> according to positivitypsychology.com coping skills are enough <laughs> Coping skills are either problem-based, addressing the issue and the need for a change in situation, or emotion-based, taking care of your feelings when you don't want to or can't change a situation. Things are out of your control. These coping skills can also be proactive, preparing for stressors that may arise in the normal course of life. That pattern is important. Mm-hmm. The more you prepare yourself for stressors, the best you could face and navigate them. Yep. That's my two cents. Anyway, um, these coping skills include positive thinking. Guide your internal thoughts toward a positive. It helps you build belief in your ability and tackle challenges. For example, affirmations. My newest one, I belong here. Because Ooh. I do. visualization mentally prepare for stressful tasks and situations i was like today i was sitting here and i was writing out like things i want to say because sometimes i could babble and i could ramble on for like forever and Mm -hmm. i was sitting and i was thinking Mm -hmm. i show up as my best self when i prepare you do how many of us do not prepare and wonder why it was a not so good thing or it didn't feel as good as we know it could have felt. And then we blame everything else. We blame everybody except our lack of preparation. preparation. Why we had to say that together? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Who was to prepare you? Me? Okay, then. Moving on. You show up out there unready. Already, you gotta stay ready, babes. Stay ready, stay ready. All right, the next is to control the controllable. What can you control? Your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and I'm going to add your reaction because reactions are very important. Um, there was a clip circulating with TD Jakes, and the meat of it is he was like. I can control my frustration, but I can't control you. So I know mm-hmm. what actions I can take to reduce the strength of my reaction. How often we we don't, we don't Safia, you're going into a ramp. Don't do it. Yeah, but, go. but think about it because we don't often look within and be like, was this reaction necessary? Mm. Action and reaction, they're not the same. So what actions can you take to reduce the not-so-positive reactions? Reactions, yep. That is my That's question important. to you. That's important. All right, we have two more coping skills to go through. 
The next is to acknowledge your stress state of mind, own it and channel it. Listen, if you know you're feeling a kind of way, step back and assess it because that could, that will, it will tell you how much more you could go in the moment. Yeah, cool, yeah. great. And finally, find meaning and purpose in everyday moments. What did I do today that is going to contribute to a better tomorrow? Or what in this hardship will help me produce something good? Mm -hmm. Or even what in today contributed to a good today? It that, doesn't even have to be about tomorrow. That, that. Next steps. Next steps would be to know when, this is coming from me, eh? know when to seek professional help. Why did I say it like that? Because I know, but is she seeking Father Jesus? Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is she seeking? <laughs> that's, that's a very important thing. Know when to seek it. A lot of no, know. when we know when, when we need it. The seeking step. Mm -hmm. That 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 pack. Mm -hmm. Um. So so what do we do? Self awareness. You make checking in with yourself a habit, and don't be afraid or ashamed of how you are really feeling. Listen, I think I already mentioned it on here, but I don't do it every day. Well. There's a daily check-in, but it's not like me. Every quarter, <laughs> I do it. There's a quarterly check-in that happened. Okay. And I try to see where I am emotionally. I try to see where I am physically. I try to see where I am in regards to goals. Previously, how I need to reorganize and restructure to best suit where I am in that moment. Because it's not going to stay the same. Mm -hmm. It's not static. And also, seeing like how far gone you are in thinking that you got it under control. Hmm. And seeing how wrong you might be. I'm never wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, but that self-awareness is definitely key because it will also help you to know when you need to step outside of just handling things on your own and move towards having somebody that you can talk to who can help you walk through whatever it is you're facing, right? Because we can all benefit from having someone to share what we are going through with. And sometimes that person needs to be a what? professional okay yeah um jesus will always be there god will always be there but yeah and you can talk to him while you talk to the therapist can yeah one is not replacing the other just the exactly. fyi one is supplemental support yeah mm -hmm. you know how you just take your daily supplements it's the same concept don't think that they are mutually exclusive they go hand in hand Seek help. <laughs> Go and get the help you are worthy of, the help you yeah. deserve. Okay. That was a good little chat. 
It was. Um, we need to break, break, release, break. release some of this. Relax. Energy. Relate. You a poppy show. Release. <laughs> That's what you is a poppy show. I am a bit of a poppy show. We do need to release some of this energy that we have opened ourselves up to. Relax. And so Relax. we're going to. Why is she still going? I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> we are going to wind down. Wind it back, girl. Wind it back, girl. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we gonna wind down with a new a new game. We got a new game, Aya. We new gonna call game it. alert. We're gonna call it mean of the words, mean of the tune. Me no, because we know. So what we're gonna do is sing or hum. How are you gonna sing a tune? Like, You're gonna sing like, or hum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna sing or hum the tune of a song while the other person tries their best to sing the appropriate lyrics. Meaning mm. no wrong lyrics. Everything gotta be correct. Madam Marie, would you like to begin? Okay, so I'm humming pause. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Why do I want to laugh? Because you know I don't know the lyrics. That's why <laughs> you wicked, you wicked, oh, wicked, okay. wicked. Hey, coming up, you're gonna know this part. I know. <laughs> Wasn't in love with you, so you couldn't hurt me. I can't go on though. <laughs> it just ain't fair the way you treat me. No, you don't, you deserve, don't deserve me. me. Tunes by a queen. I'm mad at you for that because you laugh. Listen, I'm knowing I, I don't lie. know the words. I ain't gonna lie. I picked the section carefully. <laughs> I think my song might be too easy, but maybe not. Maybe not. I don't be knowing lyrics, you know this. Wait, what?
it is. I got chills. They're and I'm losing Girl. control. I was so clear in that. You were, but I don't <laughs> think that Grease songs um, jump around in my, your head, around my head that much, and definitely not that one. Like the one that might be in my head might be on Summer Day, and, mm. and I don't know the lyrics. But that one, I don't know the lyrics. The one with the gibberish. The gibberish. Oh. <laughs> Hot mess. I win. I I win. Good job, Sam. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. We gotta keep this, okay? I love this. This let's this was good. Let's keep this on keeping on. It's very much on brand for us too. <laughs> so very much on brand. <laughs> Don't be knowing lyrics. Don't be knowing tunes. <laughs> no, no, nothing. Duh. That's why the podcast me, name no. me no. Correct. How we know? No. We don't know. What we do know is that we can offer you guys some takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) What are we to take away today? Some takeaways from today's episode. Some validation, if you will. First of all, your feelings are normal. We talked about this a lot today. Whatever you are feeling, acknowledge it as valid. Mm-hmm. You can handle what you're dealing with and there are people who love you to help you or who will help you. Just reach out and touch someone's hand, you know? Reach out and touch. Okay. Touch. Be gentle with yourself. Oh my gosh. You are on the beautiful journey of life. You don't have all the answers. Nobody does. So be kind to you. Please. There's a, there's a song on the um, Tina, the Tina Turner musical album. I don't remember mm-hmm. if it's still in the musical, but the Ike Turner character, he sings, be gentle with me, baby. Mm. Ooh, we should all sing that to ourselves every just day. Sing that into the mirror. Yep. Gentle with me, babe. Okay. Yeah. 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 And the last one. Look at the. Look at the. Look at the gods aligning for this mm-hmm. one. Seek help. <laughs> Seek help. Just two words. Seek and ye shall find. Okay, and receive mm-hmm. and live beauteously. I think we go unofficially, officially, unofficially call Aya our darlings from here on out, even though it was mentioned or said just once in today's episode, but I feel like it's a thing and it's going to stick whoever Aya is, okay? So you are our darlings and that's how we go say it because I don't exist. Um, Thank you very much for tuning in to our Mino Mondays. This is episode two, I believe, of season two. Can you believe it? We still doing it. All right. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Share with us what your favorite moment from today was. What was like your key takeaway from this conversation on how to navigate spaces when things get hard? Spaces meaning life, because that is the general space that we all share together, though our journeys may vary. Um, 
yeah give yourself some love today hug yourself look yourself in the mirror and be like you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing today and i'm acknowledging that all right follow us on the instagrams at mino podcast m-e-e-o-n-o podcast if you would like to you can follow our individual pages that are linked in the mino bio Mm, share this episode and give us some feedback how we doing are you liking the content you're not liking the content what are you liking what are you not liking we are very much open to hearing and having conversations outside of this space so let us know so until next time hit it ria see you monday darling dog i was waiting for the bye but okay oh. <laughs> bye <laughs>